Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, registered dietitian and weight loss coach, and you're listening to the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast, a place for practical advice for women looking to balance their hormones, ditch dieting, and discover mindset shifts that will keep you motivated and empowered on your healthy eating journey. Are you ready to get started? So after a three-month break, I am back in my podcasting studio in my chair, which is really not that fancy. My podcasting studio is just a room in my house. It used to be my basement, but as some of you may know, I have recently moved and life has been crazy. So I'm in my new house and I've set up my podcasting studio right here in a spare bedroom that I have, and I'm super excited to be back. If you are new to this show, this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast where we talk about everything related to healing PCOS naturally with food, with supplements, with good nutrition. We talk a lot about lifestyle factors. We talk about how to change your mindset for success. And I have some really great guests, some experts in this field on the show from time to time. And I have a lot of them lined up for you in the new year. So I'm really excited about that. And welcome, if you're new here, my name is Daphna Chazen. I'm a registered dietitian, and I specialize in helping women with PCOS manage their symptoms, get to the root cause of what's causing their issue, and fixing it using a natural approach that focuses on good eating behaviors, on mindset management, and a lot of other great stuff. And if you're a returning listener... Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. I have to say I have gotten many, many messages about the podcast over the time that I took the break, mainly on Instagram, and it blew me away to see that the downloads kept being really high, even though I haven't put out a new episode since October. And during this time, I got messages about the podcast and questions about when I'm going back. And a lot of you have mentioned that you are really gaining a lot of value from this, which I have to admit has pushed me to go back to it, to bring you better content, to do even more to support you on this journey. So I have to thank everyone who has reached out to me and talked about the podcast. You have to understand this is a little bit of a one-sided conversation. When I'm putting out episodes, I don't know who's listening to them. I don't know how they're impacting you. So anytime you can message me and let me know, I am so touched and so appreciative of these messages and I am humbled to be a small part of your healing journey. So thank you so very much. All right, so let's dive into today's episode, which is all about something your doctor didn't tell you. I speak to many women on social media and of course in my practice every single day, and many of them tell me the same exact story when it comes to their doctor visits. So it doesn't really matter if you were recently diagnosed or you've had PCOS for years and you go to your doctor for the first time to kind of get it evaluated, or maybe it's the first time that you even had it diagnosed, or maybe it's a follow-up visit. It really doesn't matter, but it seems like there is a common experience among women with PCOS at these doctor visits that is just horrific. It's just so crushing, and I wanted to talk about it today, first of all, so that you know you're not alone, and secondly, to kind of change your perspective, hopefully, about what to do next after you leave a visit like that. So this may be something that has happened to you years ago or last week, um, and you may still be thinking about it, and you may still have some feelings around it, so that's what I want to talk about today. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever gone to the doctor's office, say you've already been diagnosed with PCOS, you know you have it, and you just went for a regular checkup, 
and the doctor came into the room and you were kind of sitting there on the bed on the exam table and kind of worried about what they're going to say because you know weight has gone up, you know that your symptoms are a little bit out of control, maybe you're experiencing a lot of acne, maybe your periods haven't returned to normal or they were never normal, and you just know that 2020 has been hard for you. You haven't been able to manage your hormones properly and you're not even feeling that great. You're feeling fatigued, you're feeling depressed, you're maybe a little anxious and you just know that your body is not in sync with its natural rhythm. So you know that the main thing you need is help, guidance and support. But when the doctor comes in, all they have to say is lose weight, take this pill, go on birth control. They really don't take the time to evaluate you. They don't take the time to listen to what's going on. They don't ask you anything about your cycle. I had a client a couple months ago who had PCOS for a long time and went back to her doctor hoping that they can help her, whether it's with medications or with another option. But all she was told is you have to lose weight or you can go into menopause. I can give you a pill that will stop this whole hormonal storm that you're having and you would be going into menopause and this whole story would be over. Well, she's not even 35 yet and she doesn't wanna go into menopause. She doesn't wanna stop her period completely. She doesn't want to use a pill to manage this because she knows that nutrition is a better way. She knows that there are other things that she could be doing first. And the most frustrating part is that the doctor didn't really even take the time to give her options based on the story that she's telling. So anytime that you go into the doctor's office and you have five or seven minutes to spend with this provider and they don't ask you about your nutrition, they don't ask you about what's going well for you. What are you already doing? How's your cycle? What kind of things are you experiencing mentally or emotionally? Those are the questions that your doctor should be asking you before they suggest anything. So I have no problem with using medications. I have no problem in some cases with using the pill. Some women do need to be on the pill. Some women do need to use metformin or spironolactone or to, to take another type of pill that will help them balance their hormones. But what I do have a huge problem with is the doctor not asking you the right questions, you not having an opportunity to explain. And what I have a huge problem with is them not believing you. So maybe your doctor did ask you questions, but they looked at you weird. They gave you like the side eye and were like, well, really? You're doing nutrition? You're doing all of that? You're exercising? Mm, doesn't look like it. That is not acceptable. That is not how your doctor should evaluate you. It's certainly not how they should decide upon the best treatment for you. But unfortunately, more often than not, this is what happens. Now, part of it is the medical system. If you're here in the US, there's a lot of different issues with our medical system. And certainly that's not something that we can do a lot about right now. But a big part of it is also the provider. And I know a lot of great providers and PCOS experts, especially here in the US, those are the ones that I know of that are excellent. They're, they're wonderful, they're holistic, they take the time, they ask the right questions. But unfortunately, not everyone has access to these experts. And many women, not only in the US, but women contacted me from places like Africa. I had someone from Mozambique 
contact me and say, listen, in my country, I don't have the right treatment. I don't get the right attention and the right medical care. I have women from my own home country, Israel, contact me and say, listen, the things that you talk about, I've never heard before. My doctor never told me this. And for sure, from places like Canada and Europe, where we would think modern medicine is alive and well, and people are well aware of the multifactorial problems that come along with PCOS, it's not just the weight. And for many women, it's not the weight at all. So we do need an approach that's more holistic. We need an approach that is more looking into the whole person, looking into your own unique situation, and certainly evaluating you in a way that's not cookie cutter and then saying, here's a pill or here's a diet. That is extremely detrimental. So if you've been through this experience, I want you to know one thing, and it's why I created this episode today. And it's gonna be a shorter episode than normal, but I did wanna put this out there. And it's, if you take nothing else from today's episode, I want you to hear this very closely. You have options. You can make decisions from multiple options. You pick the right choice for you. You do not only have one option that is called the birth control pill or some sort of diet. That is not the case. You may be presented with one one option when you go to your doctor's office, but that is not reality. The reality is that you do have choices, you do have options, and you can put together your own treatment plan that combines different things like nutrition and supplements and movement and lifestyle factors and sleep and maybe the pill as well, but you do have options. And many women do not realize that because they are only presented with one option. So if your doctor didn't tell you that you do have options and the choice is yours based on what works for you, I am here to tell you that today. Now, one of the main reasons why you do have various options is that we know from studies that nutrition is a much more powerful tool for managing PCOS than any medications. So when you take a medication, you take a specific medication, but when you use nutrition, you have a variety of options to choose from. Because you can put together an eating approach that works for your own unique lifestyle and your own situation and maybe custom made to your specific nutrition needs, right? So if you have insulin resistance or inflammation or a little bit of both, you can develop your own eating approach that will work well for you and it will look totally different than someone else's. So when I say you have options, I mean there is not one way to go. There's not one typical diet that will work for everyone's PCOS. You have the choice, you have the options to put it together. Now you may need help, you may need guidance, you may need support, you may need someone to pinpoint you in the right direction, and that is perfectly normal. You're not supposed to figure it out all on your own. That is probably not a smart thing to do because when you work with someone, or at least if you're in a group or community of other women that have gone through this and have tried different things and they can now share their insights, that's going to be helpful. It's going to buy you time, right? You're going to get there faster. It's going to help you troubleshoot when you get stuck. And it's also going to give you the ever so important support and motivation and trust in the process. A lot of women that I work with have gave up, given up before because they didn't have support. It's not that they didn't know what to do. They just didn't have the right support. So they started doubting themselves and then they gave up. So never underestimate the power of a community of women that can support you throughout this whole process. The other wonderful thing that happens when you have options as you do with food and nutrition is that if something is not working, you can always tweak it. You cannot tweak a medication. You either take it or you don't take it. 
With nutrition, you can make small changes, you can make tweaks, you can adapt, you can have a different plan for different seasons of your life. For example, I have women who go into a very busy season at work and they need their nutrition adapted to that kind of lifestyle. You can't do that with a medication right? So with nutrition, you have options. You can tweak it. You can change it. You can go back and forth between different approaches and see which one would work better for you at this specific time. You're not locked into any specific way of eating. You're just adapting as you go along. And as you reach one milestone, like for example, I have many clients who have regained their period and normalized that. Now they want to work on weight. Now they want to manage their their weight a little bit more successfully than they have before when their hormones are more balanced. So we adapt their nutrition to meet that goal. So when I say you have options, I mean you can choose different things, you can adapt as you go along, and you're never locked into one specific solution. And then if it doesn't work, you're running out of options. You have nothing else to fall back on. That will never happen with nutrition. There is always something else to do. And when my clients ask me, well, what if this doesn't work? I say, we're going to change it. We're going to find what does work. And that is the beauty of nutrition. You never run out of options. There is never a time where I'm stumped and I don't know what else to try. There is always something else to try. You cannot say this for a medication. You cannot say this for the birth control pill. If you take the pill or you take metformin and it didn't improve anything for you, you, you've run out of options. Your doctor is going to be like, well, it's going to be like the shrug emoji, right? Like, I don't know. We've tried. We can up the medication. Well, you get more of what you don't want in that situation. That never happens with nutrition. You can always tweak it. You have multiple options. And this doesn't mean that you're choosing an option between keto or Mediterranean diet. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about trying different things in your life, trying different foods, trying different timing of meals, trying different combination of foods, different lifestyle factors, different alternative interventions like yoga or meditation or acupuncture or different supplements. There are a million combination of treatment plans that you can put together. Well, maybe you can't put them together for yourself because you may not know where to start, but a professional who knows what they're doing can do that for you. So you need some help, you need some guidance, or if you already know what you need to get started with, do that. Start there. Start with the easiest things for you to change. If you already know that your sleep needs attention, if you already know you need to improve your hydration, if you already know that your nutrition is not the best it can be and you can see small areas that can you can improve upon, start there. Start with the low-hanging fruit. You don't need to come into 2021 with a bang and go on keto for two months just to realize it didn't do shit for you. Okay, so I don't want you chasing shiny objects in the form of diets, even though your doctor may have told you to lose weight and you left there thinking you need to go back on diets. That is not the case. You have options. Never forget that. And those options are small habits. They're small things that you can be doing. They're not big, grandiose things. You don't need to change your entire life to feel better and to heal your PCOS, and to reduce those symptoms. You can do that with small tweaks into what you're already doing. Take what you're currently doing and improve upon it one day at a time, one habit at a time, one meal at a time, whatever it is for you. So for the next week or so, I want you to give some thought to this. 
What are your options in your own life? What are some of the things that you could start doing that may seem small, but if you do them consistently, you can see results. That could be around your meals. That could be around hydration. That could be around your lifestyle, maybe supplements, maybe your emotional health. Start somewhere small. Start with one habit that's really easy for you to do. You have to meet yourself where you're at. If you're not ready to overhaul your entire diet, if you're lacking the time or motivation or willpower to start big right now, then it's okay. You don't have to be doing all the things or doing nothing. Start with one small thing that you can commit to for one week at a time and you will see the results get compounded once you stay consistent with it. And if you're totally lost and you're like, Daphne, I have no idea what to do. I have no idea what my options are. I have no idea what things I could even commit to right now. I want you to go check out my quiz. What eating style is right for your PCOS? It's going to help you get some ideas of where to get started. So you can go to daphnachazen.com forward slash quiz and take the quiz. See what eating style I think is best for you. You're going to get one of three results and it's going to help you brainstorm some ideas and some areas in your life that you could get started with healthier eating, healthier habits, and feeling better about your overall health and nutrition. All right, that's daphnachazen.com forward slash quiz. I'm also going to link to it in the show notes below. All right, I'm so excited that you were here with me till the end and I can't wait to see you again next week. Bye for now.